the Sons and Daughters podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters podcast. I'm Tina Hayner, and this is my zealous husband. He's zealous for the Lord. Yes, I am. I'm zealous for the Lord. That is for sure. I appreciate you all joining us today. I hope you are feeling zealous this day. Mm-hmm. Passionate it would be another word, passionate mm-hmm. for Christ. And I'm glad to be here with my lovely, always lovely wife, Miss Tina Hayner. We are leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministries. And uh, Sons and Daughters Podcast is our weekly podcast. So that is uh, devoted to encouraging you to know who you are in Christ, to experience that, and to walk in all his fullness, impacting the world around you. And uh, we're so glad that you could join us. We uh, have been blessed to uh, see that uh, there seems to be an uptick in people that are uh connecting with the podcast um we're uh, our mm-hmm. stats are kind of showing that, that we're bouncing up uh upward trending uh mm-hmm. from somewhere around 75 a week that are listening to this and to getting close to about 100 a week and well that's like a small church in some places mm-hmm. so um, we're sure glad is. that uh people are are uh, enjoying Encouraged this and spreading the word yeah. and uh, continue to do that we uh, if this is encouraging you, we uh, believe that it will encourage others also. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of good to take a step back and to to reflect, you know, about the importance of, of encouraging yourself and fellowshipping uh, with other believers in the Word. You mm-hmm. know, in Hebrews mm-hmm. it says that uh, we should daily encourage one another, lest any one of us be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Um, and over and over we see in the New Testament uh, even that uh, this uh, emphasis on continually reminding uh, us of the truth mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, stirring up the gifts that we have within us. And we, we just can't once and done this right. sort of thing. Well, this world can get pretty tedious and distracting. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that go on. It gets burdensome sometimes and um, in the in the thick of it, um, that's what it takes to keep going is Absolutely. is encouragement encouraging one another. God wants us to use that use us in one another's lives that yeah. way. Yeah. And I, I think it's also just the nature of life. You know, you can't say, <laughs> right. Well, I breathed yesterday. Right. Or I ate, <laughs> or I ate last year. Mm-hmm. You know. Or I drank or what yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you uh, need maintain. a continual supply. Mm-hmm. And it's not wrong to do that. And when you stop, you know, looking at it in terms of, I remember, you know, when you and I uh, first started to get to know one another, I don't even think we were dating yet. Uh, We had good fellowship. And one of the things that kind of threw me for a loop is I was in the habit of asking people, so, hey, how has your quiet times been lately? What have you been learning lately? Mm -hmm. And uh, Tina, I think, was the first one who just said, you know, I don't think I really learned anything new recently, but I've just been really refreshed and encouraged and reminded mm-hmm. about some right, things and growing, yeah. growing deeper. And I remember, you know, for me, every day was like I was learning new things. And mm-hmm. you and were younger in the Lord. At I that was, point. yeah. Um, and the the you know, and there's a there, but there's a difference, you know, if you're not careful, you 
um, equate growth spiritually with learning something new. new. Sure. And that may be true at certain stages Mm -hmm. where you're, everything is new and you're learning a lot, but after a while, you know, you're, you're very familiar with the Mm -hmm. word. And if your pursuit of the Lord has really become a pursuit of intellectual growth, um, you're missing mm. other areas of growth Absolutely. because it's not just uh, intellectual growth, it's relational growth right. and transformational growth. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know it, but how deeply are you walking, walking in, in the it. reality mm-hmm. of these things? There's and, always ways to apply it. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, that there was an example of that for me this morning, just in my quiet time, I'm reading in Matthew, very familiar passage, Matthew 13, I think he's mm-hmm. talking about uh, giving parables of the kingdom of heaven. And um, there's that one where he's talking about um, um, a man finds a hidden treasure in a field mm-hmm. and he goes and sells everything he has in order to buy the field. And, you know, again, very familiar with that. And and that that parable uh, kind of has a, like a coin has two sides. You know, some people look at it as um, we're the man that finds the treasure and the treasure, the hidden treasure is Jesus. And we go, mm-hmm. we give everything for him. Right. And that's one way. And that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And then the other is that Jesus is the man that finds the hidden treasure in a field. And he gave up everything for right. us right. Um, as his treasure. Um, and just, and, and so I come across that and I'm, I'm remembering that and meditating that and like, yeah, that's kind of neat. But then the, in that, sometimes even going over that old and remembering that, the Lord was like, yeah, there's a little more there. Let's, let's take another mm-hmm. layer. And, uh, kind of revealed how, um, the man bought the whole field. Mm-hmm. He didn't just go and try to get the treasure, the, the hidden treasure. He bought the field that the treasure was in. And it just reminded me how God's concerned about all of us, mm. uh, you know, body, soul, and spirit. He purchases all of us, yeah. the whole package. Um, the hidden treasure might be that our spirit, you know, that he he treasures. Um, but but he 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 laid it down for everything. Right. And uh, and then you zoom back, and you can even not even mm. apply that personally on a one on one level, but also for the for the body of Christ. You sure. know, just that he um, he's he's in the process. He wants to redeem this world. He's sure. purchased the whole field. Yeah. In order to have that hidden treasure. And um, and so it's neat that even in the midst of when we maybe aren't, quote unquote, learning something new, we're going back over old things. The Holy Spirit will even use that mm-hmm. to take you deeper. And sure, that same passage, he talks about that scribe that, you know, goes in and 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 brings old and new yeah, treasures out. Exactly. And it's all treasure. It's all treasure. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't get to the new without the foundation yeah, of the, the old. old. And uh, it's all together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I, I, I remember um, when I was doing a lot more conferences, that a lot of times, you know, I had something on my heart that I wanted to say um, that was new and fresh mm-hmm. and important. But 
I had to spend three whole messages just laying a foundation to play mm-hmm. catch up to get and to give mm-hmm. a foundation so that people could even grasp what I what I wanted to say. Sure. Um, and I find you know Jesus had the same uh, experience. He said, mm-hmm. you know, I've got so many other things that I want to teach oh, you, but yeah. you can't bear you them right, right now. now. You have to have the Holy Spirit in you, mm-hmm. and um, He's going to show you right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the, it was Jesus' ministry walking alongside of them that prepared them for a deeper uh, for receiving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But then it was the Holy Spirit that um, enabled them to grasp in deeper ways. Uh, more of the fullness of what Jesus was saying when he was walking alongside of them. So you never move beyond this. It's it's relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's all rooted in relationship. You know, Tina and I are blessed. We've had a a wonderful marriage, but, you know, I don't stop uh, saying I love you. I don't stop. And doing special little things for each other. Yeah. Um, You know, that's just the way relationship is. And so because the relationship is growing, um, we're... We are in this rhythm and, and routine of a con, a continual refreshment and reminder. Like, you know, I, I can't just assume that, well, I, I've already told Tina I loved her. I gave her a ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> does she want me to say it over and over? You know, yes, or, <laughs> or if Tina's response to, you know, I love you was, well, I know. Um, you know, there's something disconnected here. Like it, uh, it's not that I didn't think you knew it. It's that I wanted to express it afresh, Mm -hmm. um, so that you could, uh, stir, you know, so that I could stir your (laughs) fires a little bit and they, yeah, (laughs) you know, and, and so that's really why it's important to not just look at things. Well, I know that, I Mm -hmm. know that. That is because eating off the tree cum- of the knowledge of yeah, good and evil. Yeah, it's not about accumulating and, knowledge. And there's no life in it. Right. Um, there's a certain amount of, of knowing that uh, that has to be involved the mind. Mm-hmm. So it's not anti-intellectual mm. by any stretch. It's just beyond that. It's putting mind in its place. That's mm-hmm. not the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. Which kind of leads us to mm-hmm. part of... Um, our discussion for today, and I'm not sure if it's just going to be for today or if it's going to be something that we kind of touch on for a little bit, um, because I really felt drawn to focus in on Paul's prayers um, in the New mm-hmm. Testament, um, specifically because there's so much uh, that it's almost as if you could uh, hang the entire New Testament. There's touch points of the whole gospel um, and the purposes of God and everything really come uh, culminates in this targeted strategy that Paul reveals in his prayer. He he prayed with very specific purposes, and I think for us to grow into deeper spiritual levels, our prayer life should become more of what the Holy Spirit has on His mind. Mm. Um, you know, I think a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of us feel a need to grow um, spiritually. Um, <laughs> we should. But one of the primary <laughs> areas of growing spiritually is 
is growing in our prayer life. Yeah. Um, you know, the disciples, they witnessed all of Jesus's teachings. They, they uh, witnessed miracles. his miracles. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that they asked him was, how do we pray? Lord, teach us to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the disciples found themselves faced with um, ministry needs that they were expected by Jesus to be able to perform, but then they weren't getting it done. They weren't. They didn't get the the man's son who was being uh, seized uh, with epileptic seizures. Mm-hmm. They didn't get him free. You know, when they asked Jesus, "What's the problem and what's the solution?" Mm-hmm. Jesus said, "Well, the problem is your unbelief, mm-hmm. and the solution is this kind only comes out by." Prayer. prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so prayer, it's not just changing uh, what we say we believe and how we act. Mm-hmm. It's that that's the tip of the spear, but it has to be uh, sustained and infused with living encounter with the with the living God. I think that that aspect when Paul talks about, you know, pray without ceasing, mm. that you're just in a lifelong interchange with the Lord all throughout your day. Yes. Relating to him and listening to him. Yeah, hundred <clears> percent. <throat> so I thought it would be uh, kind of interesting just to to discuss um, the prayers that we see of Paul. And I think probably if I were going to point anyone to say, you know, it, there's a lot of different places where Paul mentions what he's praying for the saints. But I think if I could point to one book that the the prayers in this area have made more of a difference in my mm-hmm. life than any other prayer in the New Testament. I would say it's the prayers that Paul um, articulates in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians. Yeah. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. And even as I've prayed the, these continually over my life and over our children <laughs> and over churches and ministries mm-hmm. um, and over the saints as I've ministered to them, that the the layers of depth just uh, keep getting added yeah. and added uh-huh. and added. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, this might be familiar to territory for a lot of our listeners, but mm-hmm. um, if you're out there and you're sort of like, you know, my prayer life is kind of getting dull and routine. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I wake up and I say, thank you, God, for this day. Help um, me with this and this and this. God bless so-and-so and so-and-so mm-hmm. and so-and-so. And, you know, help my day to go good instead of bad. Um, You know, I've got this crisis, this crisis, and this crisis. So put those in your hands and uh, help me to not be a jerk and help other people to be nice to me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, You know, if if it's kind of utilitarian where you feel like you're giving God a to-do list Mm. and reminding him of all these things that you really need him to do, um, I want to encourage you. There is a whole mm, different level and a, another aspect <laughs> of prayer that is um, less like standing on earth trying to get God involved down here mm-hmm. and more like you um, entering into the throne room of heaven and participating in what heaven's heart mm-hmm. is and releasing heaven onto on the earth. earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so your will be done. Amen. On he- in heaven is a And you start off mm-hmm. our father who, who is in heaven, heaven mm-hmm. right? And so you've literally, you've stepped into heavenly realms and yeah. heavenly relationship mm-hmm. 
and you're putting in and so it's neat to see how Paul's prayers even though they use very different words are really expansion of the heart, heart of Jesus right. in prayer mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and so by just that little connection right there uh, we can kind of step into this. So anyway, there's a, there's two places in Ephesians that Paul says what he's praying, and it's neat to look at the two overlapping one another, how they coincide, how they connect, um, and especially uh, it would be fun to kind of talk about how this is real for us and what mm. difference this makes. So I want to just read a few things, and then, Tina, we can uh, sort of see what that stirs mm-hmm. in us as we talk. Paul, in Ephesians 1, uh, verse 15, uh, he says this, For this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your heart enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power that's towards us who believe according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of God in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but Mm -hmm. also in the ones to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So, man, who do you know that prays like that? (laughs) (laughs) But for Paul, this was normal prayer. He wasn't trying to be profound or theological. He had entered into reality from heaven's perspective, Mm -hmm. and he was as his heart was moved by the Holy Spirit. Literally, these are God-breathed prayers that are imprinted into words in the Scriptures to live for all time so that God could direct us um, into how to pray. Because mm-hmm. the Word says, we don't know how to pray, so the Spirit Absolutely. helps to us to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is part of as you tap more and more into the Spirit's groanings, Mm -hmm. what is it that he's longing for? So he starts off, you know, first of all, just by saying, I I don't cease to give thanks for you. And he's talking about praying and giving thanks for the saints. Mm -hmm. And that's a neat starting place for prayer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, being being thankful. And, you know, sometimes that's really easy when people have been, been nice to you and relationships are going good. But it, uh, but to step back and in faith, being thankful for those places where there's tension with people sometimes mm-hmm. and still being thankful for the person and for the relationship. Yeah, it's a good place to start instead of, oh, God, you need to fix him yeah. <laughs> or yeah. change this or do this instead of, no. Yeah. I'm I'm thankful for for him. I'm thankful for our relationship. Yeah, yeah. And usually, the 
uh, when Paul's writing, he's writing because there's there's issues. They're, right. There's and things they're, that need to be addressed. And yeah. they're causing him burden and stress. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, why haven't you gotten this? Why are you going the other way? Uh, and, you know, as parents or in, in our relationship with our spouse, those people that are so close to you, they're close enough to you to frustrate you. Mm-hmm. They're close enough to you to need to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Um, they're part of your daily grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're close enough that you can see their character flaws and their momentary Weaknesses. lapses of <laughs> character mm-hmm. or um uh, and here he is choosing to say, hey, I'm giving thanks to God for you mm-hmm. because, and then he calls them saints, mm-hmm. holy ones. You know, I live with Saint Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I live with Saint Andrew. <laughs> uh, but it's, you You know, it's kind of funny, but it's Me, neat yeah. to remind yourselves, you go to church with saints. With saints. Mm-hmm. You're part of, of, of a company. And your children are ones. saints. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have to remind yourself of that. They are called, set apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and immersed into Christ. And so, you know, starting off by choosing to see people through the heart mm-hmm. of God, that he rejoices mm-hmm. in who he's made us through Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, and that's by grace, and that's why we give thanks. I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's like, wow. And I love the way you said that. Thankfulness, I'm thankful for the relationship, you know, mm-hmm. that, that even though relationship requires of me right. and takes, uh, you know, some adjustment, you know, you, you can't do New Testament Christianity without um, bear with one another <laughs> right. in love. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't complain that, about one another. Right. That you only know. comes in the context of relationships. Exactly. So, yeah. It means you're close enough to have to, to have bear to have with each other and forgive one another in love. You know, it sounds great when other people really? are doing that to you. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I mean, we imagine it. We read that verse and it's like, yeah, it'd yeah. be so nice to be around people who forgive me and love. Uh, but yeah, you got to be close enough to have mm-hmm. to forgive other people mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then he, he goes on from there in, uh, and he says that his first prayer is this, that uh, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. And, uh, you know, that that is really powerful um, because there's a there's an aspect where. I think Paul is really just praying that that they could that we could see in our hearts mm-hmm. um, who God has made us that we would have His wisdom, His perspective, His light, mm-hmm. and that it wouldn't just be intellectual understanding, mm-hmm. but that it would burst forth in our heart mm-hmm. that uh, that everything that He's writing in the Word. You know, he's like, I just want you to see it. Yeah. But God is the one who showed me. And so he's going to have to show you. He's going to have to show Mm -hmm. you. Um, In fact, in Ephesians 3, Paul says, when you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ. Mm -hmm. 
which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, but has now been revealed to his holy apostles and his prophets. How? By the Spirit. Spirit of God. So Paul was like, I can write this, and when you read it, you can, under- you can understand mm-hmm. it. But it takes a supernatural work of the Spirit so that the eyes of your heart just get flooded with light. And mm-hmm. I love that imagery mm-hmm. of a flood. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been around a flood. Mm. Not that I recall. I, I, you know, I think all of us have probably seen uh, footage like from when <gasps> Katrina hit. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Or like when there were or floods in Houston flood. mm-hmm. a while ago mm-hmm. where people, you know, they have yeah. their houses. Yes. And the water just comes up and up and up. And, and then, then they're on the roof. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the water has flooded into the house mm-hmm. and it's now it's consumed moving yeah there's not a place that the water is not mm-hmm. and it's moving all things around and, and for a for a flood of water it's very destructive, destructive. for flood of light yeah in our heart mm-hmm. that you know it can be freeing <laughs> all those dry places all those dark, dark places corners. that mm-hmm. it that light just seeps into every experience that we've ever had i mean for a lot of us we've gone through a lot of situations everybody has mm. you know mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a dark world where there's a lot of evil. There's a lot of mean people doing mean things. And there's hurtful things that that happen to a lot of different people. And if you just go through that experience um, without any light, without, you know, without, uh, without the light of Christ flooding those areas... You can carry dark pockets in your soul mm-hmm. that become part of your subconscious motivations that mm-hmm. to affect your behavior, yeah. your thoughts, and what you do. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are, you know, are driven. Like they're really driven mm-hmm. in, to make great first impressions. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand. And so when Why? they don't make a good first impression, they or they find themselves really nervous about mm-hmm. what other people think, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then when they don't put their best foot forward, they kind of feel discouraged and they mm-hmm. beat themselves yeah. up over it, and mm-hmm. and they never really give thought to, you know, is this coming from a good place in me? Sure, you know, uh, and. Maybe there's a place in me that's actually a little bubble of darkness that there's a little place of pain Mm -hmm. that I'm trying to protect myself and I'm overcompensating Mm -hmm. and I'm driven more by a fear of darkness and Mm -hmm. fear of pain than I am really I'm not trying to make an impression on you. I'm just releasing love Mm -hmm. and releasing life. Walking in the light. I'm here to bless you. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to get my sense of worth or affirmation from, from right, what from you think of me. Right. Yeah. Um, that's such a f- more free place. place to be. Mm-hmm. And you can find yourself in so many different situations like that. And life is kind of taking you through that. Mm-hmm. And so Paul's like, I, you know, I just want your heart to be flooded supernaturally. Mm-hmm. 
So I can say it. I can release the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want it to just sort of, you know, we have a tendency to compartmentalize things where I'm Christian in this area, mm-hmm. you know, but you don't sort of realize, wait a second, those habits that have been built up and unchallenged that were just founded on just habit, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Somehow. Um, now it's time for that area to be flooded, Mm. you know, that it's no longer just flesh anymore, but there's light in there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do you ever just pray stuff like that for you or for? Well, I think, you know, the way I identify is just that, like, um, I think, uh, you're actually really good with words mm-hmm. and expressing yourself. And I feel like, you know, gifted in that area much more than I am. And, um, <laughs> and so, um, there, there are definitely times it's like, I'm expressing this, but again, it's, a, it's something that the Holy Spirit has shown and I need him and his power and his light mm. to, to make it clear because the persuasiveness of my words isn't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to share and obey and, and doing that. But, um, but yeah, Lord, put your love and light mm. and power in it and behind it, um, because that's the only way that that someone is going to be able to to see it and and catch on themselves, and and like we said, not just see it in an intellectual way of like, oh yeah, okay, I got that, but to really it impact their heart. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I remember one of the experiences that I had as a young minister in the Lord was uh, my first experience of of Heidi Baker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and there's some interesting things about her ministry that, you know, I'm like, eh, I'm not <laughs> sure. But one of the things that I think is very neat about her is that she has such an authentic personal surrender mm, to yes. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes even to the point where it's very difficult for her to speak to, or to conduct mm-hmm. herself in any sort of way that looks like a professional Rational, minister. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I just remember that through being, uh, at a conference where and she spoke, her, mm-hmm. um, that there was awakened in me a deep humility to say, God, I don't care if I if I have to look goofy mm. to the point that other people don't get me don't and then understand. I'm criticized mm. by by you know the men of God who are really good at unpacking the Greek of <laughs> you know and mm. Hebrew meanings and you know can put together a great uh, message like if if I could love you more mm. mm-hmm. if I could know love your you. love in such a deeper way that it and uh, empowered me to lay my life down in hard places. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I want Absolutely. that. I want that over, over this eloquence. other thing that mm-hmm. I've been pursuing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I think there is this um, this uh, aspect where you know we tend to pursue aspects of the Christian faith uh, and you know, desiring to be a good speaker, you know, mm. that could attract a following and sure. a leader and that kind of thing. And there was a definite shift that was, that she was part of that. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, M- bringing that as a to vessel. Light. Yeah. The Lord used her to shed light. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the light wasn't that I learned something new. Mm-mm. Um, it's that 
there was awakening in me longings mm-hmm. and desires mm-hmm. and and awareness mm-hmm. of I've got a lot further to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm trying so hard to hold myself together, and uh, you know, for it to be, it was way too much about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, anyway, so that's uh, I think Paul as he's praying this, he's like, you know, listen, guys. I mean, I'm just. I'm writing the best I can to make it clear. <laughs> um, but I, every word is pregnant mm-hmm. with eternal realities that if you could, the only way for you to get this is directly from God himself, his, his wisdom, his spirit um, flooding the mm-hmm. insides of you. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's a great prayer for us to pray for ourselves, for our kids, for our churches, Mm -hmm. for um, anyone that we minister to, um, that God, you would flood the eyes of our heart, that these would be more than just words on a page, but Mm the, um, the things that your spirit sees and showed to apostles Mm. that wrecked them and, and flamed them to the point that they could not help but to speak about Jesus, mm. and they were compelled to act with courage, um, and gave no thought of. And they could praise God in the stocks and, mm-hmm. and laying in down their lives and, mm-hmm. and, and all that they had had set aside. That eternal things would be so real to us yeah. that we could not unsee them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really believe that's what Paul's saying is that that our heart would be so flooded with the light of eternity that we see in Jesus that everything you know, like the what's the little hymn? Uh, Turn your Turn eyes upon Jesus, mm-hmm. look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a that's a very powerful prayer. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on. Uh, and he says that you may know uh, what is the hope to which he has called you and what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Mm-hmm. And um, I think those two things go together. But, you know, the one is having our hearts currently flooded with light. And the other is that we would have a hope beyond that we would mm-hmm. that as we think of the future, that all that eternity has in store for us. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that is knowing our value to God. Yes. That we're his inheritance. Mm-hmm. We're his hidden treasure. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's important, I think, to tap into what motivates God. Yep. Um, and when you know we're what he gets out of this, mm-hmm. we're uh, glorious saints that will reign on the earth with King Jesus sitting on the throne in Jerusalem, that that hope would be so real to us that we, we would be able to see through the, the grass in the fields to the glorious golden city on the other side of the field, Mm -hmm. you know, and for right now we might be running through brush and thorns and bushes and, and all kinds of trials, but we're all headed towards the glory of his kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a short distance away and it lasts forever and it's ours. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so good that we can look through 
beyond the end of this week or beyond the end of the year or even beyond our mm-hmm. short Life 80, span. 90 mm-hmm. years, however long the we, Lord gives yeah. us on the face of the planet to say all of this is building momentum for God's eternal glory. And we're what he gets out of this. Mm-hmm. So you start to value people around you. Yes. And There's say, an inheritance in the saints. Yes. That he has, but that we have in one another. So these people mm-hmm. are worth serving. They're Absolutely. worth valuing. They're worth spending time in, investing in. Whatever mm-hmm. we can contribute into one another's lives. Mm-hmm. Is, um, Paul said, you know, you're my crown. You're my hope exactly. of glory. Yeah. You're you're what I'm going to cast before the, the Lord, Lord to say honor, glory, yeah, and praise to he's you. Worthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're worthy of of these saints, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy to have been able to be to sacrifice and be part of building up mm-hmm. and giving you what you deserve. Mm-hmm. These people around me that are praising you because mm-hmm. they heard the name of Jesus first from my lips. I get to say, I'm so glad that we got you a big amplifier <laughs> for for the name of Jesus to resound. And, uh, you know, when you look at your kids and your church mm-hmm. and the opportunities you have for evangelism and discipleship, um, it makes it all worthwhile. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, anyway, um, I think that's part of of uh, of Paul's prayers that are unfolded here. Um, there's just one last little part in this in this uh, uh, prayer where he says, "Not only that, but that you would uh, know what is the immeasurable greatness of His power that's towards us." Who believe, mm-hmm. and then he talks about according. It's the same power that raised it's Jesus from, from the, the dead, dead that enthroned him, according uh, to God's riches. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of believers that struggle to believe that the power of Jesus is actually operating in, in them and for them, mm-hmm. and will flow through them. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it's easy. You know, we talk about this a lot too. It's yes, God does miracles. God does amazing things, and it is God, but God wants, you know, God used Jesus human in flesh, you know, Jesus Mm -hmm. in the flesh, and that's his plan for us, too. His spirit's in us, and he wants to use people to share the gospel. He wants to use people to heal the sick. Yeah. He wants to use people to do miracles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, whenever you run into somebody who's like, well, I know God can heal me, but, but, you know, or if God wanted to heal me, he'd do it. Right. Um, And he doesn't work independently of um, his people. (laughs) And I think that's part of it is that that uh, Paul's praying that, hey, I want you to understand Jesus that lived, that rose from the dead, that broke uh, the back mm-hmm. of all, every power and principality that defeated death itself, yeah. um, who reigns now on high, you he lives in you and you are his body. He wants, he's the head, but he wants to express himself, himself. in us. Right. Um, I remember uh, one time <laughs> uh, I was actually 
I had taken one of our kids or maybe all of them, I can't remember, to the park in our neighborhood. And there was a lady there. And this was before, honestly, that I knew anything about healing. Mm. Um, and God was beginning at that point in my life to show Open me more about Christ mm -hmm. in me and mm -hmm. that, uh, and how that expanded to, to the body. Mm -hmm. And there was a little, um, little child there who was wheelchair bound. Um, but they were just delighted to be at the park and their yeah. parents were having a wonderful time with the child there. They had a swing that, uh, you know, could accommodate yeah. them. They mm -hmm. could, they could, uh, pick the child up and put it in the, in the swing. And, and I remember the Lord reminding me and really rebuking me, say, listen, even when my body is not functioning properly, Mm -hmm, like the child I in the am wheelchair. still in my body. You mm -hmm. can't just, you know, even though this little girl's head is um, attached to a body that's not, not functioning, mm -hmm. you don't disconnect the head and the body. Nope. Um, the body is mm -hmm. still precious because Absolutely. the life of the head still is in the body, even though the body isn't expressing everything right. that the head. Fully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Paul is saying, I don't, Jesus doesn't want to be attached. He doesn't want to be a paraplegic mm -mm. or a quadriplegic. Mm -mm. He wants to be able to fully express himself now in his body. Yeah. Um, and we're, we need to grow more and more comfortable with the fact that Jesus isn't just some disembodied spirit. No. God's plan is not that he would send revival by by becoming <laughs> by sending a disembodied glory cloud mm. onto the uh, earth. His plan is to so fill us with his glory. The glory that of God he, covers the earth through, <laughs> through us. His people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and so that he could express his glory through us. Mm -hmm. Um and that is his plan. He wants to demonstrate that Jesus is Lord, that he wants to demonstrate the compassion of his heart mm -hmm. by us, through us. And so his power to heal, his power to save, his power to transform is operating not only in us, but through us towards his powers directed towards us. Um, I like to think of it as almost like that we're spiritual jumper cables, mm -hmm. that we're connected to the main battery, the mm -hmm. Lord Jesus Christ, but his power is coming out from him towards mm -hmm. us and through mm -hmm. us uh, into this world. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about to, um, again, these parables of the kingdom and Jesus talking about the soils and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, you know, um, as he's wrapping up that parable, he's talking about how um, the seed that falls on the good soil, you know, produces, it's like the soil takes it, receives it, and it, it produces a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. And it just, again, just kind of a, mm -hmm. a quick impression of that was like, where the life of the Lord is, there's always fruit. That's true. It it, it always produces. And it's, it's not really about us. Mm -mm. It's about the nature of his life. Yeah. It, it's just going to produce. It's not us trying to strive or figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's, it's his life producing life. Yeah, it, so. it's neat how, um, you know, the, the character of Christ is called the fruit mm -hmm. of the Spirit. Yeah. But in the natural, when you have fully matured fruit, there's always seeds, seeds in inside it. the mm -hmm. fruit. 
Um, and that's the way it's meant to be. It's mm-hmm. meant to be that uh, that people can taste the fruit and that seeds are planted in them so that the very same life that produces the fruit then also can, can be reproduced and multiplied. Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul's saying. He's like, he's like, I know this to be true. This is not just, you know, my understanding my and my revelation or whatever. Right. I'm going to share my opinion on this. <laughs> he, Paul had been taken by the Spirit and shown our union with Christ mm-hmm. in such a powerful way. And he's saying, I'm going to write about it. But I I hope that you don't just read it and go, oh, yeah, I get that. Well, uh, he no. didn't even just, just write about it. It was yeah. a prayer. Yes. He, he wrote it as a prayer, and that's the exactly. point. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's like, I'm praying <laughs> that you would get this, that the Spirit of God would just flood inside mm-hmm. of you. And those are prayers that God wants us to pray. And they're he wants us to he, pray into it. And he, he answers because they're, they're his heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I think this is something good. So I encourage you, take a season, you know, begin to incorporate this prayer into your life for mm-hmm. you, for for your friends, for mm-hmm. your church, for um, for people around you. Um, because this is God's heart. You will not go wrong. This is a prayer that God wants to answer. But he moves, he brings the answer through our prayers. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's a mystery. just through prayer, yeah. I That's believe, a whole other podcast probably to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I think that would be something good to talk about yeah. in the future. But mm-hmm. why, why does God choose mm-hmm. to move through our prayers, prayers, right? Doesn't he just make it automatic? Mm-hmm. And it's just not that way. Mm-hmm. But that's another discussion for a later mm-hmm. time. Um, but hopefully, What's brothers... What's your appetite for yeah, next time? <laughs> absolutely. Hopefully we can remember that and we'll bring it up in, in the next one. But brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us. We hope this was encouraging to you. Uh, it was very encouraging for us to kind of stir mm-hmm. ourselves up in this conversation. And uh, we really look forward to this. If you'd like additional resources for our ministry, you'll find them at fullspeedimpact.com, including our Full Speed Impact Academy, which is our systematic online mentoring program. Uh, You are welcome to become part of that. Uh, There's also um, our catalog of previous podcasts. So if you're enjoying this uh, and want to find some of the previous ones, uh, you'll find a complete listing there, uh, as well as a donate button. We do appreciate those of you that stand with us financially. Uh, We don't expect it, but we certainly do want to express our appreciation Mm -hmm. for those of you that support us uh, financially. And, we thank uh, God for you. Amen. We sure do. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, brothers and sisters, we will be releasing a new podcast every Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, so if you'll check back next Sunday, you'll find another one, uh, Lord willing. And uh, meanwhile, we encourage you to walk in the fullness of Jesus Christ and impact the world around you. Mm-hmm.